job online and filled out the application sent it in then I looked up the information about the company and it turns out that they're a big scam oh. and that they uh, you know they, they just sort of get you to do stuff and they sort of take your information and all that sort of thing um. they never got back to me <laughs> Welcome to La Rosa, the usual people. I was like, I kind of had an experience like that, but the opposite. Uh Uh-huh. I went in for a job interview because they called me for a job interview. Uh Uh-huh. And then they, like, sat all the applicants in this room, and it ended up being, like, a thing where they were, like, trying to sell you on this thing. Oh, that's terrible. And then, then, like, I was... Like, can I just leave? And <laughs> yeah. like, there was a guy at the door, and he's like, "No, you have to wait till he's finished." You, you like, absolutely did and not. I was just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, held you hostage. Yeah, and then <laughs> when he was finished, and I got ready to leave, this other girl wanted to leave too, and I was just like, uh, "I gotta go." And uh, there, and then he sat us both in a room. And he's like, "Why don't you want to take part in this wow. opportunity?" Jesus. And and the girl was just like, "Well, I just don't think it's a right fit for me." And blah blah blah. And he like he wanted to convince her more. And he asked me the same question. Is like, "Cause honestly, I'm too smart to sit here and take this." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I was like, "Do you need a ride?" Because <laughs> we can totally go now. <laughs> Wow. I just, it was a, for me, it was just a new low just to realize I'm not even worth scamming. Like, I'm not even worth trying to trick. They already tricked your credit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They looked at us and was like, don't even bother with this fucker. Anyway, welcome to La Rosa, the usual people. so many questions. (laughs) When was this? Oh, me? Yes. This is like, uh, fuck, like. 2003, maybe? 2002. Oh, that's That's a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. Did uh, you give the girl a ride home? Uh, she was like, okay. And she walked out with me. She's like, I have my car. It was just like, <laughs> I, was, I just really needed to get out of there. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why it's always good to have someone like Lala around. Yeah. Who will just... Cut through all the bullshit yeah. and get you out of that. Yeah. What sounds like maybe it was a cult. Like, yeah. I don't know. What what were they selling? Uh, Okay. It's, like, really stupid. They were selling perfume. <laughs> what? Like, basically. They, they were s- holding you hostage to sell you perfume? Yeah, basically, you buy perfume in bulk from them, and then oh, you sell it it's at It's an your, MLM. Uh, yeah. It was an L- MLM, which yeah. is basically a cult anyway. Yeah. What but is an MLM? Multi-level marketing. Is yeah. it the pyramid scheme? Yeah, pyramid yeah it's scheme. a pyramid scheme. Yeah. But uh, it, it was just fucking insane, the things that they tell you to, like, sell you on this shit. Yeah. Like, uh, he started talking about uh, Magic Johnson. And how he has AIDS and, like, how you know rich people have it better than we do. Because, like, he was just, because, like, yeah. Magic Johnson Because he still just alive. saw that episode of South Park. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. And it was just like, uh, you get out of here with them blocking the door. They won't move. Wow. And, like, 
I really didn't know what to do because I didn't want them to like accuse me of assault if I tried to push past him. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. <laughs> Okay. Should we I'm... talk about La Rosa de Guadalupe? <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, now I'm just like freaking out of how many people like fell for it or uh, got excited for it. It's uh, It happens, but uh, that has nothing to do with this episode of La Rosa no. de Guadalupe. We watched. Yeah. Um, by the way, my name is Anthony Herrera. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Lala. And I'm Elisa. And uh, today on La Rosa de Usual People, we are... F- Fuck, I forgot to write the name of the episode. No, it's K. K. That's right, that's right. It's just K. Um, Which we had some debate about whether the letter K is in the Spanish alphabet. And I don't think we ever... Oh, uh, yeah. None of us ever verified it. I'll find out. If it is, then we are idiots. (laughs) And if it's not, then we're fine. This uh, particular episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe, it's another drug episode. Less absurd than the passive marijuana addiction episode, but I would say more heavy-handed. Well, yeah. I thought it was the same one, and I was like, we already saw this one, you guys, because it looked well, like it started almost the same way. They all look like they... Because it's all the same, like, it's almost... The, all the houses look exactly the same. All the clubs look exactly the same. All the teenagers are out of control. Yeah, it's exactly like K&W. It's just now only a part of their language because of words like... Karate and oh, okay, and gotcha. shit like okay. that. Okay, ka. They called it ka. ka. Um, yeah. I should also point out again for anybody who doesn't know that we are Latino. <laughs> we, and we and don't. Some of us have taken Spanish. <laughs> I've taken years of Spanish <laughs> and I couldn't remember. Um, so let's get into this uh, episode. It starts off, we got our classic party girl situation. These, uh, the main character of this episode is named Griselta, Gris for short. She has a friend named Layla, and they're at the club, and they're taking five ecstasy tablets a night minimum. That seems like a lot. No, they're taking four. Uh, Paradise refused to sell, sell them the a fifth, fifth one. one. Right. Yeah. There is, uh, just to let you know, what the More level... More than five. Th- this episode is on the drug dealer who sells them ecstasy is named Paradise. Um... So we're on that level. And the other thing that confused me was whenever they say ecstasy, they spell it XTC. Yeah, and no, it's just like the band. The band, yeah. It's just like. Since it's working overtime. <laughs> right, they're just getting high <laughs> listening to the. I'm the mayor of simple. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't even, like, I read it and I didn't think about it. That's interesting. Wouldn't it have been, have been great, though, if, like, because the writers obviously just barely research anything they write about for this show if they had got confused <laughs> it was a whole episode about kids listening to the band <laughs> XTC and the parents just freaking out about it I'm sure it's happened before <laughs> there are 1300 episodes I'm sure there is an episode where XTC is called the worst thing that's ever happened to children so they're partying they're taking so much ecstasy all every night like they just it's so and they refer to it as their candies yeah I can't wait for Friday to get more of my candy, she you says at one point. more candy for me? Get your boyfriend to get me you another candy. candy. They, but in Spanish. Yeah. But in Spanish. <laughs> Thank you. Every time we say lines from the show, please say that so people know that it's not what they actually said. Yes. I will. And so 
one of the one of the first signs of uh, trouble they have with the family is when Griselda comes home very late at night. She goes up to her room, which she shares with her little sister, which has a very the room itself has very odd decor. Um, there are there balloons. balloons everywhere. Uh, mylar balloons. Mylar balloons. Not just regular balloons, mylar, and they always have helium. And there's like an octopus and like a star. A smiley face. A smiley face. And the whole like, decor of the place is confused because there's that, and I think those are supposed to be like the little sister stuff, but then like Griselda, because she's a badass a drug chick... She's got poster of poster of Pulp Fiction yeah, on the Mia wall. Wallace. And her, she has a pillow that says rock on it, <laughs> and then one that's shaped like a guitar. And then she also had a poster of, well, it wasn't a poster, it was like from a magazine, like older Bon Jovi and uh, older... Like, yeah, uh, like the picture of Mick Jagger and yeah, it looked like Keith Tiger Richards. No, it looked stones. like she printed them off the internet, oh, is that, what it okay. looks like. It looked like. Was that Mick Jagger? I that thought was it was Mick Bon Jagger. Jovi. No, it was Mick Jagger. Aww. Either way, it doesn't make any sense. It, the the sh- this show started in 2010. Who hangs out with Bon Jovi? I'm trying to think of the other guy. Yeah, that confuses <laughs> me. Like, why are they stuck in the 90s? Is is Mexico now in the early aughts? I don't know. It <laughs> might be because, like, well, and it's even more confusing than that because then when she goes to that one club later, they're playing 80s hair metal. Like, what the hell are these kids into? There's the drugs so they're messed into up. drogas. They're into drogas. Yeah, they're cocaína. into drogas. No, actually, yeah. they don't do cocaína. They do ecstasy. But, and, special K. But then the band sounded, like you said, a little dream poppy, a little shoegaze. Oh, right, because there is a band in this that's very important to the plot. The band is, the band is called Black No. Black No. In English. Yeah, Black No. Uh, that's N-O, not No. No, um, but there wasn't a Spanish version of the name. No, they said Black, Black No. no. Oh, um, um, so they also put a period at the end of that sentence, which is weird because I don't think they normally do it. So it was like black number. Hmm. Oh. Black, you think it was black number? Well, they well, said they no. Black no. Yeah. yeah. But when you saw the, the spelling, they don't use punctuation when they do sub, subtitles, right? Well, either way, it's one of the worst band names I've ever heard. Black no. Yeah. That's it's like right up there with Counting Crows. <laughs> yeah, or like... Shishki. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for doing that. I made that one up. One of the, I don't know if it's one of the worst, I think I've, I've said this before, is that one time when I was in high, when in high school and I was helping clean out the theater room, they found, I found a poster for an old Battle of the Bands that happened like in 1980 something, and one of the bands that played it, it was called Medallion. Wow. And I think that's a pretty cool name. Do you think they all wore like giant gold medallions? I think they are they like dressed like magicians with cloaks. No, they were like they had the pictures of them. They, the lead singer actually looked like Dave, um, and he had long hair like Dave. And Dave, you have something to say? <laughs> that was before he said I was from the eighties. I would have been a kid. <laughs> Oh God! His secret life as the lead singer of Medallion. Do you know what bothered me in the in the in the show? What? Every time they're in the club and it's a rock club, everybody was dancing, and I've never seen that unless what? it's like a really good band, but not just music on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, they were like grooving to it, which is what you do I, at a rock show. Yeah, like you know. There should have been a pool table or something. Exactly. There should have been or, cigarette smoke. Yeah. For all the hard drugs these kids are doing and nobody's smoking. And, it, you know, for the type of music they were playing, it should have been a weird mixture of young people and old, old people. Old people, exactly, yeah. With mostly old people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
This, that, yeah, that is the most realistic thing because, first of all, the bar was too nice. Yes. Uh, there was no cigarette smoke. There were no creepy old people hanging around, uh, hitting on the younger people. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. They got that all wrong. Yeah. So but, you know, of, it's also Mexico, so, like, the age limit is different, right? Yeah, For clubs, it's 18. 18. It, so? To so drink. maybe the scene is different because young teenagers get to go. And by young teenagers, I mean 18. 18-year-olds, right. I didn't know that. How do you know that's the uh, limit in Mexico? Oh, you know, you talk to a few Mexicans and you find <laughs> out. Oh, a guy got mad at me because I wouldn't sell him beer because he was from Mexico and he gave me his ID. Ah. And I was like, I can't sell you beer. And then his sister was like, well, I'll buy it for him. And I was like, no, no I can't a, why sell Why would you tell me that? Yeah, and I was like, I can't sell you knowing that it's going to him, so I can't sell it to you at all. So you're going to have to get a third party involved. <laughs> Not tell me anything. Keep me out of the loop. Was this when you were at H-E-B? When was it? Target. Target. I was trying to buy beat and whatever. Yeah. Um, so. One time uh, while I was working at Target, somebody brought bought like a basket load of wine because they thought it was like $3, but it was like 13 and uh, they had to put it all back. <laughs> I would, I would, I'm going to explain right now. I think one of the main reasons why we're having trouble actually talking about this episode is it really wasn't that engaging. Um, is that fair? The girl was really annoying. Yeah. Yeah, and then the whole time I was trying to figure out who does the mom remind me of? Who does the sister remind me of? Because they both look like other actresses or personalities right or well that's something. how that was a running thing we've made with like who do these people look like and then i just couldn't think of it yeah i it's, did who the girl the sister from buffy michelle trachtenberg yeah sure but i didn't think she looked like that she looked like <sighs> probably britney spears younger sister jamie lynn spears yeah maybe the younger sister they all just had that look of all like aughts people oh my gosh what? You said Britney Spears and all the crap that she's going through right now. Maybe we just saw an episode about her life. <laughs> that would be the best episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe ever. <laughs> just about Britney Spears' life. And Britney Spears plays herself and she knows Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even... And then Kevin Federline is like, no, Brittany, no. <laughs> no, Brittany. But in Spanish? No, Brittany. be the same thing. Yeah, it would be. It would be the same thing because that's how Spanish works. Yeah. Yeah. No, Brittany, no. And that's what the episode would be called. No, Brittany. No, no. Brittany, no. Man, we need to make that. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Although we don't know if uh, La Rosa de Guadalupe has already done that. Uh-oh, we got a dog. Anyway, let's get back to Special K, or K as this episode is known. One of the most disturbing parts of this episode is that uh, Griselda falls in love with the lead singer of Black No, whose name is Kroll, which is also the name of the 1983 sci-fi fantasy epic starring William Marshall and Lizette Anthony. Now, how does that make you feel, Elisa? I didn't like his tattoo. But they also pronounced it cruel. 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 Carl was in a movie where he's like, my name is, oh, back to the beach. 
No. Was Crawl one of his names or one of the characters' names? You're thinking of are you thinking of Bobby when he was called like Knife? What was the 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 leader's name? I can't remember. <laughs> this is not a back to the beach podcast. Look, I'm gonna look it up, but if his name is Crawl, I'm interrupting us again. Isn't it Polly Shore and Son in Law? Crawl, that was his name. His name was Crawl. Crawl. Oh. Dave, come on. God damn it, that Dave. Was Crawl. Oh no. We t- we only want you to break in when you have something important to say. <laughs> or if it's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell lies. Crawl, crawl, come on. Anyway, um, and <laughs> yeah, were you talking about a movie with Liam Neeson? No. There's oh yes, yes, he Kroll. was. Liam Neeson's in Crawl. Yes, yeah. he's but one he of the. He plays Keegan. He, and Hagrid's also in it, um, and they all die horribly. That's one of if you've never seen Crawl, it's basically a movie where a bunch of burly men die in the worst ways you've ever seen, um, and it's for children. It's really like there's a part where a cyclops who's been like a cool guy the whole time. Um, and knows the day he's gonna die, just sacrifices himself by slowly getting crushed by a stone. It's so disturbing. Liam Neeson gets the stone? No, I think he gets stabbed by, again, very slowly stabbed by a spike. Like, it's so disturbing, Kroll. We gotta talk about this episode. (laughs) We've gotta stay on track here. Um, so she falls in love with Kroll, and she's on a five ecstasy pill a night habit, uh, which she needs to uh, find a new high. That's when Kroll in, uh, introduces her to Special K, a.k.a. Ketamine, a.k.a. the thing that makes dogs and cats go to sleep so you can neuter them. Mm-hmm. And she describes the experience as laying on her back. She describes seeing a suspended wave above her with, with fish. fish in it. And then... He's like you can, I, or he calls her little fish. Yeah, or, they call each other fishy after yeah. that. Like you're and then my that just little fish. Gross. Yeah, like. Oh, the, you're so fishy. Yeah, you're my. Because you stink. You stink like a fish. <laughs> Speaking of which, I found. Uh, I again, I want to talk about this, but this is interesting. Apparently, Elisa, you don't stink. No, I don't have bo. <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? Well, well I don't know. Uh, bo is just caused by like general sweating and then like the sweat itself doesn't smell but if it stays in an enclosed area it produces bacteria. bacteria. I don't sweat then that much. Right. But you but we've read it that you don't have the chemical that makes you sweat and you refer to the chemical as bacteria. Look, let me go back and explain. <laughs> okay. I I was not here for this conversation. No, so yesterday I my mom said that uh, she has flakes in her ears. Sorry, I'm saying this out loud, mom. Um, and so she looked up why, and it's because she doesn't have BO. And she's just, I was like, well, I don't have BO. And she's like, well, you're going to get flakes in your ears later. And I was like, what? And I never looked it up, and David looked it up, and it turns out people who don't have BO get flakes in their ears. But it's really why? like clear earwax. We don't produce a, well, yeah. a thing. People who sweat a lot tend to have more earwax. So it, it's like the stuff that would be earwax, yeah, but I got because a lot you of ear, don't earwax. sweat. Well, it's, the thing is, I sweat a lot, and I still get the crumbly ear skin uh, stuff. I don't so know. you can't even do that right, Lala? Like, I have the worst of both, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You stink, and your earwax sucks. Yes. Because you want big brown clumps of earwax. Stop drooling like that. What was that about, Elisa? I was having fun <laughs> with water. You want to have big, clumpy earwax. Is that correct? I mean, I get sad when I clean my ears and it's not dirty with yellow. 
I just want yellow. Oh, yeah. Remember, we've done this. We all tried the Q-tip. Yeah. And you freaked out because none of us Yeah, had- I, did, I did freak out because it fucked me up. <laughs> because it's just like I didn't know that people did that. Anyway, back to this episode. Stop drooling <laughs> like that, Elisa. I'm just going to say this episode follows a pretty simple trajectory. It's your basic anti-drug story. Um, yeah, and there was very sketchy yes. general statements about drugs. Once again, the Rose is narrating, uh, as the Rose is oft- sometimes does, she narrates the whole episode. Um, is it the Rose narrating or is it the Virgin Mary narrating? It has what to be the Rose. It has to be the Rose, who is a separate entity from the Virgin Mary. Just Yeah, like- it's like her little minion that she sends out because she's too busy. <laughs> And yeah. then the, do you think that's why the, the because the virgin's too busy, like the rose just doesn't do anything because it doesn't like she's not gonna check up. Like, <laughs> she's just like, what, well, like, what is she I gonna mean, do? It's just I think the rose is more like a muse or an inspiration mm-hmm. to get people to do something. Right, but then we have Elisa's theory from one of the last oh, episodes. Oh, it's a failed theory, which is that it, the rose works on the premise of the happening. Which is that it sends out toxins to get people to do stuff. But she didn't smell it. But Griselda didn't smell it. She did pick it up to her face. No, she no, didn't. No, that was Susie. Susie, Susanna. her sister, oh. picked it up. Yeah. But she had nothing to do with the wind at the end. Mm. And just to point something else, there's another plot line going on where um, Griselda's ex-boyfriend, Isidro, who is a very upstanding uh, The Kevin Federline of this story. The Kevin Federline of the story uh, has broken up with Griselda because she's doing drugs. He's very straight-laced. He does shit like... What do you call that when you wear the sweater around your neck? Wearing a preppy? Yeah, he's got like a preppy look, but he's with an old gray sweater and he doesn't tie it right, so it looks junky as shit. It is... And then he wears a backpack over that. Yeah, it, it, it was just a really stupid look. Here's what I think happened. Okay. It was a cold morning. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a sweater. Sure. It was a hot afternoon. He took the sweater off, put mm-hmm. it around his neck. The bell rang from school. He put on his backpack and left. That sounds accurate. But also, he just if you're going to do that, why tie it so poorly? Like he doesn't care. <laughs> he looked... He, like, that whole look is supposed to make you look like you have a lot of money, but he looked more poor than ever when he did that. It was about convenience, not oh. about uh, status quo. We also have to address the weird, like, chemistry between the Isidro right. and Susanna. Because Griselda was trying to get back with Isidro the whole time. Until she met Kroll. Until she met Kroll. I can't <laughs> believe that's his fucking name. Uh, and at that point, we sort of learned that they never say that she has a thing, but it's quite obvious that her little sister has a thing for Isidro. Yeah. Like, she's studying with Isidro's little sister. It's like, she goes, your brother's so cool. I can't believe my sister broke, broke up, up with, with him. Did you not see him? Spanish. He was playing basketball <laughs> with his friends. Yeah. He obviously enjoys school. He was sitting up in the front. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. And she's, like, all about that. The, but he's also a bitch because mm-hmm. uh, Griselda handed him a note in school and he's like, when are you going to get it? And tears it up. Like, he didn't even bother reading it. What if the note said was like, you're right, I'm done doing drugs. Exactly. He didn't know what it said. And so he he's to- such a little bitch. Which also <laughs> got us to our first F-bomb of this series when oh. Griselda just straight up tells him, hey. F you. In Spanish. I forgot what she said. Right, but in Spanish. Yeah. So, but it translates to F you. In fact, she has a potty mouth because she calls someone a bitch later. 
This is oh, the most. Yeah, this is yeah. the most foul mouth episode of La Rosa we have seen. Yeah, so I far. thought you couldn't write these words on the on the on the channels. Apparently, you can, um, because she's she's that far gone. <laughs> She's that far gone. She's so irritable from, from being a drug addict. <laughs> oh, anyway, getting back to what I was talking about, the the Rose or whoever was talking, they were explaining drugs bit by bit to the Mexican moms in the audience yeah. so they can understand what's going on. And it says things like, the, the biggest piece of advice it gives is that some kids think that there's a difference between soft, that there are soft drugs and hard drugs. There isn't. Drugs are drugs, and they will destroy your life. And send you to hell. Right. The last line they say about drugs in this is that drugs are a road to paradise that leads to hell. <laughs> Which is actually a pretty fucking cool thing to say. That's like a meatloaf lyric. <laughs> exactly. If, if Jim Sharman, who writes all the meatloaf songs, is writing an anti-drug PSA, having meatloaf leads, it's a road to paradise that leads to hell. Yeah. Did you like my meatloaf, everybody? Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think you put enough meat <laughs> in, in that, that loaf. loaf. Okay, cool. So, anyway, uh, like I say, it's a pretty straightforward thing. She goes, she gets, she does special K all the time. Um, she ends up at Kroll's cottage. She's got a weird dad who flies off the handle at everything and accuses her mom of being a terrible mother and basically says, it's your job to raise them. Oh, Which, yeah. And then the Rose at one point says, while family troubles aren't necessarily a symptom of drugs, drug addicts usually, usually come, come from, from troubled pro homes. Problematic Prob families. Oh, okay. So I guess I could mean both divorced parents or people who say racist stuff all the time. I don't yeah. know. Problematic or as we learned from the previous uh, episode or the ones that we watched before was uh, that it's uh, passed through your genes. Your genes. Because well, as we pointed out that because Kroll and um, Griselda, Griselda have sex a lot, if they would have had a kid because they were always doing it with their we own special We don't even K, know. We don't know if she's pregnant. You're yeah. absolutely right. She could be. And if that... Baby is born. She was conceived on drugs. drugs. It'd be more than a passive addiction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that baby will be born with a addiction to special K, and they don't even get it. They don't even. They don't even bother to be like consistent between episodes. Like, yeah. do drugs make drug addict babies? I don't know. They whatever. So, basically, and it ends, they get her in rehab. Like, that's how it ends. Well, first the doctor takes her to a veterinary clinic. She took her all over the place. Yeah, yeah. she took her, I mean, again, this is a very sketchy thing to do. She took her to visit a comatose, brain-dead guy. But my, the, my whole problem with that section is that she takes her to a veterinary clinic to look at some animals being tranquilized. Do you guys remember how? With an ambulance and two other nurses. That's right. Well, even here, if you're transporting someone that's like in rehab or someone that's going into like hospitalization, mm -hmm. they have to be transported in an ambulance. Exactly. But here's my problem with that. They go there first... But then they come back to the hospital <laughs> to go look at the guy with... Why not show the guy in the coma from Special K who they, who they named Patient Because K. you got to see what it is first <laughs> and then what it does later. I'm just saying, like, you could have... I hate when people plan, a, like, a thing weird like that. It's just like, let's go to the closest place first and then we'll go watch the dogs get tranquilized. No, there's got to be the order. Look. 
Mm-hmm. This is how drug addicts get help. They go see the dogs first, <laughs> and then they see the, the man. That's the first step of in any... In the vegetative d- state. Oh. <laughs> that's how, that's how we're... Co- the no, first no, no. step in recovery is to watch dro- dogs being tranquilized. We're also forgetting, like, the whole thing with the psychiatrist saying, so what is it? What do you want? Cocaine? Heroin? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Special, special K. K. And then she uh, looks... Ah, special K. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Griselda just mildly reacts yeah, to the word like, special K. So I thought, well, here's the here's the 411 on special K, Jack. And she's, <laughs> I, I was amazed that the doctor didn't at one point like turn a chair around and like sit down and put her turn her hat backwards like the way she was doing this. Or just grab a chair and turn it backwards yeah, exactly. and sit on the Like yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer? In, yeah. Yes, dangerous like Michelle minds. Pfeiffer in Dangerous Minds. Because that's how you relate to youth. <laughs> And Coolio. They should have put Coolio in there. Mm-hmm. But yep. it was about rock music, so. Yeah, this was really a rap crowd. So, anyway, seeing a dog get tranquilized and seeing a man in a coma makes her realize that she should go to rehab. Yeah, that's when the rose blows. That's in when the wind face. blows. One of the most, I'm going to say, one of the most unarmed blows we've seen so far. It, it, this, I what don't do know. It, it, this kind of felt uneventful. Yes, exactly. Which is why we strayed so much from it. There yeah. wasn't much to talk about. Yeah. Um, it was it was so much like it was so much like the specials about drugs we grew up watching yeah, that they, after they brought no specials. real innovation to the not the usual in a batshit crazy innovation we expect from La Rosa de Guadalupe. Um, so with that in mind, what do we rate this? How many stars out, or how many roses out of five do you give it, Lala? Uh, two. Yeah. Like, I don't two. even care how controversial the message was yeah. to, enough to give it a zero. Because at but least... But it wasn't, like, entertaining. There were stupid parts. Yeah, exactly. There were stupid oh, parts. Yeah, like, totally. When uh, the sister's out of rehab, she's going to find her sister and old boyfriend engaged. You're right. Exactly. Like, they're going <laughs> to... Yeah, like, that's... They're, those two are going to get married, or and it's going to be messed her up. I'm going to give it a two as well, uh, just because it was so uninspiring... Especially coming off the back of the last episode where they literally claim that a man can make his daughter a drug addict by smoking weed when he conceives her. Yeah, Yeah. it's very inconsistent. Yeah. Or a mom can do it just by smoking once while she's pregnant. Pregnant, exactly. I'm going to give it a two because it was was done before Mm -hmm. and nothing's ever going to top that clown episode and I need more of that. Sure. (laughs) Uh, Dave, what did you... uh, You were in and out. What did you feel about it? Yeah, two. It wasn't a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Like not a clear villain that we really hated like the teacher Mm-mm. or anything like that yeah it was a very it's very sloppy um i would say and again i'm gonna point this out you can watch all of the episodes we're watching on netflix and that's how we're watching it um this the, it's actually it's the first one it's called k so if you want to go again i recommend uh to watch i think it's no debas tener miedo aka the clown episode watch that one first so that way you'll get hooked uh, and then save this one for a bit later. Um, and before we sign off, I just want to... Uh, I went. I looked up a BuzzFeed article where a guy named Norberto Briseno basically did what I t- did last time and looked up a bunch of uh, tweets about La Rosa de Guadalupe. And this is what the people were saying about La Rosa de Guadalupe in 2016. Mom just threw me her chancla for laughing at the part where the wind blows in the people's face in La Rosa de Guadalupe. <laughs> It's the most Mexican tweet about... 
<laughs> just just physical violence for laughing at the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing. And I bet they stayed laughing yeah. after the chocolate. <laughs> With the chocolate just bounced off their face. <laughs> they're like, and they're oh, still what left. did you do that for? <laughs> My mom's watching an episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe, and I guess some kid got kidnapped because she's crying and hugging me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever have any experiences like that when you were little? Just like something your parents or a loved one saw and no. they just made you do that? No, I don't think so. Me mm-hmm. neither. I, we didn't grow up with such loving people <laughs> who, who just, yeah, we didn't I grow up. I guess the closest thing, I, I mean, didn't really affect us, but... When that girl went missing, they made that show called Missing People. Mm-hmm. No. Unsolved Mysteries. No. <laughs> Are but, you talking about America's Most Wanted with yeah. the guy whose son was kidnapped and murdered? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's son was kidnapped. Yeah. Robert's. No, Robert Stack's Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Uh, um, Walsh. Walsh, yes. I mean, all that did was make me paranoid. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if my mom, like, hugged me. Dylan Walsh was the kid's name. Yes. John Walsh was his dad. Adam Walsh. Adam Walsh. God damn it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Name another Walsh. What, what show has the Brad. Walshes? <laughs> There's no show Men called the Walshes. Men of 2 and 0. Oh, yeah, you're Brandon right. Brandon and, and uh, Dorothy. That was Dylan Walsh. Dylan. <laughs> right? No. I hope next episode is more gripping <laughs> than this one so that we, maybe we can stay on point. And because Dorothy. This one was Brenda. kind of... We just need a more inspiring episode. They were next twins, time. Brandon and Brenda. I know how one nine zero two one zero works. Okay, they're bringing it back. I haven't seen it. You know what? Uh, where can they reach us, Lala? Because this is going to be uh, a marathon all through September. So we might as well <laughs> pretend these are regular episodes. Where can people reach us? Uh, short form. We're on social media platforms: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find us at Usual People Pod. Um, if you have something longer to send us, or you know, you just want to contact us directly for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you can reach us at usual.people.podcast at gmail.com. And, of course, you can always listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Oh, uh, yeah, those are the only three places you y'all can listen to us. Y'all do that so amazing. Like, I wish I had y'all's skills to remember. It's not really a skill. We just say what's real. I know, but I can't remember. Saying things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next time. Bye. See you later. Alligator.